Okay, I'm going to pray. All right, join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time, God. I just, I just pray that you just bless these next uh, 20 minutes, God, that, that we have here, Lord, and that we can, we can uh, learn about you, God, and uh, hear what it's like to be a superhero, God. So that's what we're talking about tonight, God, and I just welcome you into this prayer, God, and thank you for everybody's attention tonight, God. I thank you so much, and you're welcome in this space, Father. We worship you. We love you, God. Thank you so much for being here with us, and just bless this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Awesome. So the reason why I showed you this Superman, uh, the Superman video, and I showed a Superman video last, last week as well, is because, like, who, who likes superheroes? Who likes superhero movies, right? Everybody. Not just everybody in this room, but all of America. Actually, all of the world loves. Let's not have any talking, please. Let's not have any talking. Thank you. The entire world loves superheroes. They're totally like Hollywood goes for it, and they just make tons of movies. So I sat down when I was writing this, and I'm like, let me see how many <laughs> characters I can come up with. You guys think that I can come up with more than 10? Yeah? Easy? Okay, here we go. This is what I came up with. These are the common superheroes that I know that I came up with, okay? Here we go. Iron Man, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Aquaman, Ant-Man, Captain America, Captain Planet, Green Arrow, The Hulk, Mr. Incredible, Thor, X-Men, like all of the X-Men, that's like a thousand, Green Lantern, Fantastic Four, Ninja Turtles, Daredevil, Wolverine, that's, that's all I got, that's <laughs> a lot, that's a good number, and some of those have a lot in them. So there's tons, and like there's the original comic book creating, and then there's like movies, and then there's reboots, and there's just like reboot after reboot, and there's like not just one Aquaman, there's going to be like a bunch of Aquamans, like isn't this crazy? Like they're already making, they already have a new Batman, like they just finished that movie a couple years ago, and now all of a sudden Hollywood's like, oh, well let's reboot it, let's reboot it, let's do this. More, 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 more. And it's really easy the way Hollywood depicts all these superheroes. It's really easy to turn this into like idol worship, to just like totally lift them up and be like, oh, Superman, right? There's some people who like collect all the toys and do all that stuff. It's like crazy. Idolatry, worshiping an idol, not God. Worshiping an idol, that's idolatry. It's really easy to get fall into that with all these superheroes and stuff like that. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, man, with all these superheroes, like, Ant-Man? Do we really need an Ant-Man, you guys? <laughs> do we need an Ant-Man? Like, what does he even do? Like, I've heard people talk about it, and they're like, oh, have you seen Ant-Man? It's so good. Who's, why do I need an Ant-Man? Is he going to save me from, like, huge ants? What even is that? Who creates these? It's crazy, right? Ant-Man. We don't even need that. What's he going to do for me? He beats up people? Okay. <laughs> it's just like crazy. So the, the common thing with all these superheroes is humans are always like, like you watch these movies, what are the, the humans are always like, we need a savior, right? We need somebody to rescue us. They're always in need. And so there needs to be a superhero character, right? 
i.e., fill in the blank. Any one of those people, they're automatically get built, built up, put on a pedestal. They are a superhero. And that's what humans, we look at like, okay, they're the top. We put them on a pedestal. They're, they're, they are superheroes automatically. But the thing with all these characters that I listed is that they're all fictional. None of them are real. That's a fake video. There is no real Superman. If there was a fire here, Superman's not going to come in here and put it out with his, with his eyes, the freezing. That's not going to happen. That's, that's fake. That's fictional life. So we're still humans, right? And we need somebody to save us. We still need rescuing. So who's going to rescue us? Who's going to rescue us? Let me ask you this. Something that takes up not just your generation's time, like a lot of your time, but like everybody, all generations, all ages, takes up a lot of our time. Social media. It takes up like so many hours of our time. It's just crazy. It sucks us in. It's like nuts. And a lot of people put their hope and their concentration and they put everything into building up their Facebook or their Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or all that stuff. And they spend way too much time. And they, they put all their like hope in it. And it's okay to do some of those things. It's okay at the right time to use them for good. You can even use them to post cool things about God if you wanted to. That's cool too. But I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Believe me, I have a Facebook. I have an Instagram. I'm, I'm there. But I just don't worship it and I don't put my hope in it. Because when it comes down to it, <laughs> an application on your phone is not going to save you. Siri is not going to care for your soul. Even though you can ask her like an unlimited amount of questions, she's not going to take care of you. She's not going to save you from evil things. She's not going to listen to you when you need somebody to listen to you. She doesn't have emotions. No application is going to be able to take care of that. You need somebody to take care of your soul. Somebody who knows you through and through to save you. I'm not talking about a fictional character. Not talking about Ant-Man, talking about a real Savior. And there's awesome news for all this, is there is a real Savior. You guys know where I'm going with this. There is a real superhero out there. He really lived. He's really still alive as the Holy Spirit, and he's in heaven. He's existed in three things, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus Christ. He is the real superhero. So that's what we're going to learn about. Okay. Let's pull up some superhero qualities. Superhero qualities. I took this off of, like, the internet. Stan Lee. You guys know who Stan Lee is? This old dude. He wrote, like, every character ever. Just created Spider-Man, Superman. He created, like, everything. Stan Lee is, like, the ultimate character creator. So here are his qualities for a superhero. So let's check these out. Look at this. I have a laser. Okay. Number one, extraordinary powers and abilities. That's like a dead giveaway. Yeah, you got to have extraordinary powers and abilities to be a superhero. You have to have courage, and you should not back down, won't back down to anything. Strong moral code. You guys following me? Ability to face fears. High tolerance for pain. How many superheroes today have like a high tolerance, right? Like Batman, he gets all beat up and stuff. He, has a high tolerance for pain, right? Number six, motivation, a sense of responsibility. They have like this sense of like, I got to take care of it. I got to save people. Spirit. All superheroes have spirit. They have 
really high intelligence. They're very knowledgeable. They have commitment and honesty. They're innocent, and they fight for people. They don't fight against people. They fight for people. They fight to save people. They're driven to preserve human life. And most superheroes have a pure character. Next one. Here's a couple more. They're sociable. They're relatable. They're generous. Well, some of them are sociable. I guess Bruce Wayne is kind of like half. He's kind of the exception. Clark Kent, sort of, kind of dorky. Ooh. Oh, hi, Lois. Um, <laughs> sociable, relatable. They're generous. One of a kind. I thought that was a big one. Because there's only one of a kind. And pretty soon Superman's going to fight Batman, and we're going to know who the ultimate... Austin's shaking his head. You guys think it's going to be Batman? But both of those guys are one of a kind. Because there's not superhero... There's not a Superman number two. There's, I mean, I guess there's Superwoman, but... No, they're one of a kind. They're the only one of their kind. They fight with peace in mind. Check this out. They're self-sacrificing. How many, how many of you guys seen that in superhero movies when they sacrifice themselves for the better of helping people. They're self-sacrificing. They defend justice. Justice League, right? They defend justice. And they warn people of their wrongdoings, bad habits or traits, and different dangers that they could get into. They save people from those things, and they have a heart for people. So those are all the, like, superhero qualities. You guys follow me on that? Those are all the like common superhero qualities. So those are fictional superhero qualities. I wrote down a list of all, go going off of this list, all 19 of them, Jesus, his qualities. Let's look at those and see if they match up. I'll read them. Number one, this is what Jesus does. Some of the things he does. Heals sickness, raises people from the dead. Feeds masses of people miraculously, walks on water, turns water into wine, just to name a few of some of those things. These are real things that Jesus did. You want to know about those? Look in the Bible. It'll tell you about what Jesus did, all these that he did. These are his qualities. These are real things that people wrote down. They saw him do it. They wrote them down. Boom. It's called the Gospels. That's it. The first four books in the New Testament. This, here it is. He has the courage to stand against those who persecuted him, and he loves them. So he goes beyond just standing up to them. He stands up to them. He holds their ground. He holds his ground, and he also loves them. He exemplifies the highest level of morals. He actually lived a sinless life. Not one time did he mess up. Number four, face the ultimate creator of fear, Satan. Faced him in the desert by himself. He didn't have any of his homies with him, none of the disciples faced him by himself, basically told him to take a hike. Pretty much told him, take a hike. Number five, Jesus experienced, this is um, to go in accordance with high tolerance for pain. Number five, Jesus experienced heartbreak. He was a real person. He hurt. His heart hurt. He cried. He laughed. He, he did a lot of, he did all human things. He was fully human. He experienced heartbreak, bodily pain when he got crucified. He's beaten up, bloodied, broken, humiliated, and then, we and then we crucified him. So he experienced all those things. He's totally relatable. Number six, he always did what the Father willed. He motivated 
He was motivated by pleasing God through obedience. He took on the responsibility of the world's sin, not just a couple people who were being mean to him, but everybody, all yours and mine, everybody in this room, the entire world's sin. He, he took on all that. He prayed all the time in the spirit to his Father in heaven, later became when he ascended into heaven after he rose, after he rose from dying, he, he became the Holy Spirit. So he's existent in three things, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he prayed all the time, one-on-one with God. Supreme intelligence. He had all the intelligence. He's the creator of all things. Jesus was God with skin on at the same time. He embodied all the knowledge of all things. He was the same person, God and and human, Jesus. Fully honest and delivered on every single promise ever. Never never messed up, never said one wrong thing, never sinned. He was totally innocent, he was free of sin, and he loved everybody. He died and rose again so that we might live. That was for driven driven to preserve human life. So yeah, he died and rose again. Check. <laughs> Number 12, was completely pure and, th- and through and knows what is good for everyone. Through and through is what I was trying to write. Yeah, through and through. Next one, the last few. He was very sociable. He talked to all kinds of people. He knew every language. And being that intelligent, he still spoke completely simply for everybody to be able to understand. He told a lot of parables, a lot of relatable stories so that people could understand at the time. He wasn't so crazy intelligent that he, he just spoke and people wouldn't be able to understand him and all that. He was relatable to everybody. When he spoke, he spoke clearly, easily, so everybody understood him. And he spoke all languages. He crossed barriers, talked to people that his kind weren't allowed to talk to, people that were just full of sin and all kinds of people, and people called him out on it, and he just said, I love all people, right? He did all that. He communicated. He was the only one of his kind. He's the only one God. There's only one mediator between God and mankind, and that was Jesus Christ. Number 15, Jesus uses kind, helpful words, not swords. He did not come to fight. He defended the weak, the poor, the sick, the uh, sinful, the fatherless, when we gave him our very worst, he gave us his very best. And number 18, he taught people what was good, what to avoid. He, war- he warned people of evil things on how to live a holy life. Number 19, he loves every person, including sinners. So the other list stopped right there. And so then I added that one because it's 100% true. Jesus totally blows away the superhero qualities. If we put them side by side, exactly how I wrote them, he completely, ma- he completely hits every single one. He completely knocks all of those out of the ballpark, completely. So Jesus, you guys, this is where I'm getting at this. Jesus is the real superhero, and he was alive. He actually was here. A lot of people kind of build him up and be like, oh, Jesus, hey, Jesus Christ, the Savior, oh, man, yeah. He didn't really, like, laugh, though. He didn't, like, have a life and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, he just did, like, a couple events, and that was it. No, he's a real person. He's a real human. If you want to know more about how Jesus was, like, a real human, look in John 1. That's one of the best depictions of Jesus being an actual person. I don't know. It, it really helps me 
when, I, when I'm growing in my relationship with Christ, to know that he was real, that he is relatable. He knew what pain was like. I'm sure, I mean, when Jesus came to the earth as a baby, as an infant, he went through everything. He went through everything you've gone through and more. He grew all the way up into his 30s before he was killed. He completely destroys this superhero, this superhero list. Jesus Christ is the real superhero. He knows you by name because he created you. He knows you completely. Luke 19.10, this is a great verse. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. So there you go. Jesus came on a rescue mission, y'all. He came on like the biggest rescue mission of all time. Save all humans. When God gave his only son to come to the earth, he sent him on the greatest rescue mission of all time. His ultimate. He came to seek and save us. That's amazing. There you go. That, that sounds like a superhero to me, right? Came to seek and save. That's it. He was fully human. So I'm almost done. Five more minutes. So Jesus is a king. He came from heaven. He is God at the same time. So just to kind of relate and tell you what actually went down in history, some of you might know this, but I just want to say a few things. So Jesus is a king, right? Creator of humans, the creator of the world. He's the king. And this is how we treated him. I got this off the internet from a famous pastor. Josiah Webster gave, it, gave me this info off this guy's Twitter. He's a famous Christian pastor. He, so he wrote this. God in heaven, the creator of all things, born an innocent baby to a virgin, lived a sinless life. When he came here, his welcoming to the earth, remember, he's a king. His welcoming to the earth was insult. We insulted him. Think about a king. Like, think about a king right now, like what a king looks like, like return of the king. You know, he's like at the end, he's all like, what's his name? Aragorn, thank you, where he's all like decked out and all of his king gear and all that stuff. Think about this. His staff, Jesus' staff, they gave him a reed. A reed is like a piece of grass stick. It doesn't do, it's not going to do anything. It's like humiliating him, basically. That's what we gave him. His ceremony of like crowning Jesus, like crowning him, was that we crucified him hung him on a cross, nailed him to a cross. His crown, all kings got to have a crown, right? Unfortunately, his crown was sharp cutting thorns wrapped around his head that was placed on him. His throne, every king's got to have a throne to sit on, right? Jesus' throne was different. Jesus' throne was a cross when they put him on a cross and they nailed him to it as he, lay, as he stood there in front of everybody. His victory, so Jesus is different. He's a different superhero because he's the real superhero. His victory was death because he conquered death. He rose again. He defeated sin. He defeated the enemy. He defeated death and rose three days later before ascending to heaven. Jesus did what we could never do. No human will be able to do that. We cannot save ourselves. No human has the ability to save yourself. Jesus is the only one who can save us. He's, he was fully human. He was fully real. He walked out being like a real-life superhero. He can, he already did save you. It's actually already finished. Did you guys know that? 
It's already paid for. That's what Jesus said right before he died. He said, it's finished. The work on the cross is finished. Your sin's been paid for. Done. He offers you freedom and salvation to everyone. Everyone. All you got to do is believe in him. That's why I love John 3.16, that verse. It's so simple. Whoever believes in him shall not die. Just have eternal life forever. You're not going to die. You have eternal life. You get to go on to heaven. It's amazing. So I want to I end with this. I was thinking about how we could call on the Lord, how we could kind of send a signal to God and say, God, I'm aware that I need saving. I want saving. I can't do it myself. So how can we send out a signal? And I thought about one of my favorite characters, Batman. So when people need Batman, what do they do? Send the bat light out, right? They, put, they turn on the bat light, and you see the light go out. And way up in the sky, you see this big old bat symbol, and then Batman comes running, right? Jesus is the exact same way, except for our bat signal is prayer. We pray to him. We're sending him the signal up saying, God, help me. Rescue me. Our bat signal, we can use prayer to ask him to come help us. Jesus is not fictional. Jesus was a real man, the real Savior, God with skin on. He came to the earth, lived a perfect life. He died for you and me, and he rose again. God, Jesus, is waiting to come into your space. If you have not let him in yet, let him come into your space. Welcome him, welcome him into your life. If you have not prayed to welcome Jesus in your heart before, and you're kind of getting your, your heart getting tugged on, come ask one of the leaders. We'd love to pray with you afterwards. We'd love to get you a Bible so you can l- learn more about him. It's a relationship. It's not just an exchange. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I want to get into heaven. Thank you. Okay, I'm in. Done. I don't have to deal with you anymore. It's a relationship, and it's awesome because God created us just like him, in the image of him. So we get to have a relationship with God, the creator of all things. That's exciting. The fact that Jesus, God, the creator of the world, <laughs> wants to have relationship with us on a personal level, that's the most important thing. Jesus Christ, your relationship with God is the most important thing on planet Earth. It should be the most important thing to you. This is what God did for you. Jesus is more than a superhero. He exceeds the list. Remember that when you guys think about superheroes. Does that sound good? Yeah? That's what I got for you. Jesus is more than a superhero. He's a real superhero. Awesome. That's it. I'm a, I'll pray, and then we can uh, hang out. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for tonight, God. Thank you that you are the real superhero, Lord. And as I wrote this, and you were just telling me to share this with all the youth, God, I just, I just pray it resonated in their heart, God, and it resonated in their mind that this is real, that, that you are real, God. And we take time to learn about you. We take time to spend with you, God. We, we send out our bat signal, and we pray to you, God, and you respond, and in such huge ways. I thank you for that, God. Be with each and every single person in this room, Lord. Thank you so much for everybody here tonight, God, and thank you for this message. I just pray that people leave here changed. They leave here not the exact same way they came in, that they, they go out with this message that, that you are real. You're a real superhero and that you want to spend your time with us. You choose to rescue us. You chose each and, each and every one of us, and you call us by name. You're amazing, God. We worship you. We love you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord. Bless the rest of this week, Father. 
Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sure